Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. Now you know the Lord Jesus Christ himself ministered under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And though he was the Son of God, he stripped himself of his rightful privileges and power, the scripture said, when he came into this world. So really he was just ministering as a prophet anointed by the Holy Ghost. And he couldn't just turn it on and off when he wanted to. See, the Bible said here in Mark 6, 5, in the city of Nazareth, his hometown, uh, it says, and he, Jesus, could there in Nazareth do no mighty work. Didn't say he wouldn't, said he couldn't. Save he laid his hands on a few, a few sick folk and healed them. Now, I want you to notice that Mark didn't say he wouldn't do any mighty work there. He said Jesus couldn't. You're listening to Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan. In a moment, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his life-changing message. Also, Ken and Lynette will return after today's teaching to give you details about this month's special radio offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan. See, God expects more out of you if you're an older Christian. God expects more out of you if you're more enlightened. If you're baptized with the Holy Ghost and speak in other tongues and have heard divine healing preach, He expects more out of you. He expects you to walk in the light of what you know. If somebody else never even heard it preach, easiest thing in the world, get them healed. Are you listening to me? Don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. Amen. You see, the believer, the one who knows, who has been taught, about divine healing should be healed by releasing his faith in the word of God. Gifts of healings, supernatural manifestations are given primarily to advertise the gospel, to gain the attention of those outside the church. I remember one of my meetings, Spirit of God suddenly came on me. I pointed to the fellow and said, Sir, God shows me you're unsaved, not even a Christian. But the Spirit of God shows me exactly what's wrong with you physically, and I told him. He told me to tell you to come in standing, I lay hands on you and instantly be healed, and he was. I've had that happen more than once in meetings, tent meetings. I've had folks come way back out the other side of the crowd. I, I, I couldn't even see out there because, you see, there's no lights out there. The lights are under the tent, see. And suddenly the Spirit of God moved on me, and I stopped and said, God shows me that there's a man. I can't see him because I can't see out there. Way out there in the dark, sinner man, smoking a cigarette. This is what's wrong with you physically. He told me to tell you to come in here and lay hands on you, and you'd be healed. Here come a man just a stomping in. I laid hands on him. He's healed. Wasn't even saved. He is healed. Two nights later, he got saved, came to the altar and got saved. Before the meeting's over, I laid hands on him, he was filled with the Holy Ghost. I went to the church where he had, full gospel church then for a meeting a couple of years later or so. And the pastor said to me, I'll tell you one thing about it. Man, that fellow, you talk about being turned on for God. He does more work than all the other men in my church put together. He's on fire. See, God knows what he's doing. Praise God. Well, thank God for supernatural manifestations of the Holy Ghost. You can't make them work for everybody. If it could, I'd do it. <laughs> Amen. Are you listening? But those things are manifested as the Spirit wills, not as I will. So we need to distinguish 
the difference between healings obtained through supernatural gifts or manifestations and those obtained by exercising faith in God's word alone. Now, it must be thoroughly and clearly understood that the individual does not operate these supernatural gifts. They are manifested through him or her as the Spirit wills. I don't know where any of you were ever in uh, Catherine Kuhlman's meetings or not. But you'd see the word of knowledge and gifts of healings manifested through her. She didn't do that as she willed. She said more than once, not only publicly but privately in talking to some of we ministers. You know, I, I, I just sometimes, before I go into the service, I almost get fearful. She didn't mean fearful like you're afraid of a snake or afraid of a storm, but a holy fear. I wonder if it'll ever operate again. She realized she didn't have a thing in the world to do with it. She couldn't just push a button to turn it on or off. It is as the Spirit wills. But by preaching and by being equipped by the Spirit of God as she came into that place, you see, it would start operating. I've seen ministers who is in the voice of healing. Oh, 70 or 80 of we preachers in the voice of healing. All the healing ministers in America is in the voice of healing except Brother O. Roberts. We use that in one magazine as every time. You'd see these fellows minister. You'd see the Spirit of God move upon them. And, and some of the most phenomenal things happen. Then again, that, that, that anointing would seem to lift and they'd pray for people by laying on of hands and get folks healed all right. But it would just sort of come and go. And that's exactly the way it operates. Does that same way with me. You know, if it's me, I'd just stay there all the time. But, uh, <laughs> amen, but it's not me. I can only stay open for the manifestation of the Spirit of God as the Spirit wills. Amen. Now you know the Lord Jesus Christ himself ministered under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And though he was the Son of God, he stripped himself of his rightful privileges and power, the scripture said, when he came into this world. So really he was just ministering as a prophet anointed by the Holy Ghost. And he couldn't just turn it on and off when he wanted to. See, the Bible said here in Mark 6, 5, in the city of Nazareth, his hometown, uh, it says, and he, Jesus, could there in Nazareth do no mighty work. Didn't say he wouldn't, said he couldn't. Save he laid his hands on a few, a few sick folk and healed them. Now, I want you to notice that Mark didn't say he wouldn't do any mighty work there. He said Jesus couldn't. Well, now, if he's anointed by the Holy Ghost, why can't he? Well, you see, the manifestation of the Spirit only comes as the Spirit wills. The Amplified New Testament said he laid his hands on a few sickly people. In other words, they were just sick, nothing like blindness or deafness or crippled or palsy, nothing big, as we would say. W.E. Vine's Expository Dictionary of New Testament Words brings out the fact that the Greek, New Testament was originally written in Greek. The Greek says, he laid his hands on a few folks with minor ailments, minor ailments, and healed them. Now see, Jesus was ministering as a prophet of God, anointed with the Spirit. He says in Luke 4, 24, Verily I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. Here he calls himself a prophet. In Matthew 13, 58, we learn why Jesus could not heal on some occasions. 
Matthew 13, 58, we learn why Jesus could not heal on certain occasions, some occasions. Now notice how Matthew said it. And he did not many mighty works there. Now why? Because, because of their unbelief. In other words, their unbelief hindered him. Amen. Are you listening? Well, if unbelief hindered him, then unbelief will hinder him now. Because after all, it is still Jesus healing people as he works through us. Also notice in Luke 4, 26, learn something about the manifestations of gifts of the Spirit. And it'll help you immeasurably. Notice in Luke 4, 26 here, now Jesus said, when there was a great famine through the land during Elijah's time, that there were many widows in Israel. But notice what he said in this 26th verse. But unto none of them was Elias, that's Elijah, sent, save unto Sarepta, a city of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. Even though Elijah had God's power in his life, he could not make it work for everybody. But because he was sent to this particular widow's house, there was a continuous miracle. The meal barrel never became empty. They just kept dipping meal out of it. The crews of oil never ceased to flow. But he just couldn't do that in any widow's house. That was a working of miracles in manifestation. But he could if the Lord sent him there. Hallelujah. Jesus went on to say, the 27th verse of Luke 4, And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet, and none of them was cleansed. Now listen to it very carefully. Saving Naaman the Syrian. Now Naaman traveled many miles to reach Samaria, where he had heard a prophet could rid him of his leprosy or heal him of his leprosy. Yet there were many lepers in Israel at this time, and Elisha did not cure or heal any of them. Jesus said none of them were healed. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. We have an offer that I think that everybody ought to get a hold of. Uh, it's, uh, it's Dad's book, The Healing Anointing, and then a, a CD, one CD. He did this message uh, about man and miracles, and actually it's talking about the supernatural, also talking about healing and miracles, and, and also my book. I, I don't know, some time back, people were talking about, well, you know, it's predominantly thought that healing was done away with uh, after when the apostles died. So I, I, I did a book, I did a teaching actually called Healing Forever Settled. And I talk about it in the Bible, what it says in the Bible. And then I go back in history and I quote from the uh, writings of noted theolog the, the, theologians. Yes. Like in the writings of Clement, a noted theologian living in the third century. And he was a proponent of divine healing. And, and here's what he said in the homilies of Clement, homily number nine, chapter 23. 
he, Clement, ordered those to approach who were distressed with disease, and thus many approached, having come together through the experience of those who had been healed yesterday, and he, having laid hands upon them, and prayed, and immediately they were healed. Now, this is in the third century. Mm -hmm. That's the third century after Christ has already died, and healing is still That's predominant right. in the church, and healing is still predominant today. Yes. Oh, as you can tell, I'm excited. You're excited I, about I, it. When you start talking about <laughs> healing, I get excited because that's I love to see people healed by the power of God. This yes. book called Healing Forever Settled, I, I, I think it's one of the best teachings that I've done that really it really nullifies all of the teaching that healing's been done away with. That's it's forever right. settled with God. And this whole package here, uh, Man and Miracle CD, The Healing Anointed by Dad, and my book, Healing Forever Settled, uh, it normally uh, sells for about 31 $32, almost, almost $32. And I'm going to offer it for $24.95 because I want you to have yes. this. And I especially want you to have this book, Healing Forever Settled. Uh, so, hey, go to your phone right now. Go to the computer, really. That's yes. the best place to go. That's right. And, and, and you can order it, and it gets shipped. By. Actually, the, if the orders come in one day, they're shipped out by the next day. Absolutely. So if you'll just go right there on the computer and go to rhema.org, and you can order this right now. Yes. Hey, I want you to have it. That number again is toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. 1-888-FAITH-99. If you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. You can also connect online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. We always love to hear from our listeners, and there are resources to help with finances, marriage, and work. So write in or email us. Become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue to bring you the very best of Kenneth E. Hagan. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.